So Lucas, I don't know about you, but like, I had a nice lunch today. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had some beans on toast. <laughs> Carl's favourite. Yeah, classic. you know, yeah, the Carl special. I had some beans on toast, you know, some grated cheese, and I had a, a smoothie, um, and a, like, part of my protein shake, and some fruit, and I felt, I looked at it and went, you know what this could really do with, though? Some carrots on the side. Um, Okay. Do you not know where I'm going with this? No. Okay, well, there's one, the one thing I want to talk about today is that the only thing I've been thinking about for the last, like, hour is have you seen the food parcels that low-income oh, families in God. the UK have been sent? Oh, God. Uh, you can't even call them food parcels, can Yeah, you? okay, so set the scene for us, Lucas. What am I talking about? Uh, so this is, if I'm not mistaken, to replace, like, free school meals at the moment? Yes, so uh, in the UK, we get school meals, and so you can get free school meals for kids, and that's kind of a problem um, when you're in lockdown and kids aren't going to school, especially for low-income families who, in many cases, like, rely on those on meals family, yeah. to those feed their children. And the government, in its infinite wisdom, after initially voting against continuing school meals over Christmas, which we talked about and were baffled by, yeah, letting children starve for Christmas. That was, that was a great one. It was the most baffling political own goal I have ever seen of voting against feeding children. And um, now they've nearly done as bad. And um, what they've done instead is for some kids, or some families, I should say, um, who uh, uh, qualify for free school meals, they've sent them um, care packages or food hampers with supposedly yeah. £30 worth of food in and the reason this story came into our peripherals is because a mutual friend of ours just came into a stream and was like, guys, you need to see this. Yep. And, and, uh, and have you this seen... This was just like what somebody had put on a Twitter, I think it was. Of like, yeah. This is the quote-unquote £30 worth of food that I received. And it was like from well, another well, company. Yeah, I've got it all in front of me now, Lucas, because I did yeah. some research while I was having my lunch. Because I thought, oh, okay, yeah. Because it's very, very funny in that boring, dystopia-type way. Oh, God. Uh, so we have here, at Roadside Mum on Twitter, just got, she says, she got her free school meals bag for 10 days. So this is 10 days worth of food. That's um, 10 for days. One 10 days worth of food for one child. And I have the list here. It is... Oh, actually, I don't need the list. I can just look at the photo. And the photo has one loaf of white bread, one tin of Heinz baked beans, two bananas... Four slices of shitty cheese, three like miniature yogurts, um, three apples, a single tomato, two carrots, a small bag of pasta, some potatoes, and two pieces of cake. But there, it's like the shitty fruit loaf that no one likes. Yeah. And, and Lucas, first things first, like, if you took that onto Ready Steady Cook, Ainsley Harriet would slap you and tell you to fuck off. <laughs> like, I'm looking at this, and I can barely think of them. Like, I had beans on toast for my lunch. Mm-hmm. And this is like, you would be able to make some sad-looking beans on toast with this, because it's not even good bread. It's like, this is bread sliced so thinly, you could read the newspaper through it. <laughs> and it's like, not a block of cheese or something. It is processed, shitty cheese singles. Yeah, and there's, uh, according to this lady here, she has eight of those cheese single slices, which means you could conceivably make, uh, I, I guess, 
eight sandwiches with those, but that's a sad sandwich. That's one cheese single that doesn't fit the entire sandwich. Keep in mind all the yeah. bits that are just bread. Uh, there's yeah, no butter, those, no sauce, no protein. Nothing. It was like the pasta. She's got like a small bag of pasta, and it's like there's no sauce with the pasta. It's just dried like, pasta. It's like maybe you think, oh, the tomato, you can make a sauce. Like if you chop up the tomatoes and the, uh, the, the tomato, sorry, the single tomato mm-hmm. with the carrots really finely with some herbs and maybe like, you know, put that in a pan with a bit of oil. You could make like the basis of like a really basic tomato sauce. The with that. most basic, yeah. Like the most basic of basic tomato sauces, but you can't do that with one tomato. Not really, and you can't. Like that's one meal, and it's a really sad looking portion of pasta too, even yeah, for and, a kid. Uh, and keep in mind as well, folks at home, like this is supposed to be replacing a school lunch, which by law has to conform to nutritional minimums, mm-hmm. uh, such as having, um, like you know, a protein. Vegetables, uh, some carbohydrates. It basically, it has to be a nutritionally balanced meal. I do not see a nutritionally balanced meal here. Well, protein's expensive, Carl, so you get none of it. Well, that's the like, thing. It's like, what's it's the pro- just, There's no meat or nothing. Not even no, like there's no meat Billy Bear ham. Like, which is like the bottom of the bottom. And then this led to other people posting their food care packages. Mm-hmm. And there's one here. Let's have a look. The description is, uh, this is from a kid in the Midlands. This is supposedly, again, for, this is a week's worth of food for one kid. It is um, eight slices of bread, um, six biscuits, a potato, two apples and orange, some spaghetti hoops, a knob of butter or some, like, the tiniest, most sad, pathetic example of a cheese slice I've seen. It's like, it's embarrassing. And to clarify, before people start attacking us, this is just replacing the lunch of each day because obviously it's just replacing the school meal but still but even then it's sad and embarrassing it is and what really catches me because i made a note of um, it quickly emerged that uh, the company responsible for this chatwell is like uh, oh they've got ties to the tory party and they donate a whole bunch of money to them oh, fucking course they do and they have understandably come under fire of the fuck is this yeah the fuck is this? Like, you can't feed a kid on this. And they re- release a statement. This is not representative of what is in one of our care packages. And they release a statement, uh, which reads as follows. Please see below. Uh, this is our full list of what an actual provision in a food school lunch replacement parcel should contain. So would you like to hear a list of what um, they think um, is enough food, is enough nutritionally balanced food for one child for 10 days? Okay. Okay, so we have here... Um, uh, 400 grams of cheese, six apples, four oranges, four bananas, two cucumbers, four carrots, eight baked potatoes, a lettuce, tomatoes, um, four cans of beans, a kilo of pasta, chopped tomatoes, tuna, uh, green peas tinned, um, one loaf of bread, uh, malt loaf snacks, and some yogurts. Which sounds pretty balanced, right? Moderately. Yeah, you can make like, you know, a cheese and tomato sandwich with that. Mm -hmm. You've got lettuce, so you can make um, uh, lettuce and cucumber. The thing is, though, Lucas, it says one loaf of bread. When's the last time you had a loaf of bread last 10 days? True, yeah. yeah. Uh, keep in mind as well, this is supposed to be for, like, school days. So this is realistically got to the last 14 days. So when's the last time you had apples, oranges, bananas, cucumbers, carrots, or, or lettuces last over 14 days? Yeah, that's very, very true. So realistically, you're going to, like, a lot, there's a lot of fresh food there, admittedly, but that's going to either be used or gone off in less than a week. So yeah, that would be spoiled within the week. Yeah, so Most it has to be that. used within the week. So that means for the next 
the second week your kid is going to be eating either dried or tinned food, which is not a replacement for a freshly cooked, nutritionally balanced meal, which is what they would get at school. Yeah. It's also worth pointing out that um, under the law, school dinners have to be varied enough where you can't just feed the kids the same shit every day. Uh, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't give them an entire week of the same meal. No, even though like that would um, adhere to the nutritional standard, like the nutritional minimum standards. So you need to have like you know um, oily fish um, once or twice a month. You need to have like chicken. Like there needs to be varying the proteins. If you vegetarian options, there needs to be halal options, all that sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. you know what, kids come from varied backgrounds and they're growing, so they need like you know a varied diet. <laughs> and is their answer to not having you know? Um, needing to have like veggie options and halal options and stuff to just ignore putting any sort of meat and fish and etc. I think in there. I, I think it might be able because it says here they have one tin of tuna. But what's really funny about this is people have been posting their care packages. <laughs> the one that got me and I I fucking put me on my ass with how like just offensive it is is they've got the tuna, but someone has clearly taken the tin of tuna, opened it up, and then spooned two, like, heaps teaspoons of tuna into a plastic bag, and that's what's in the care package. Oh, no. So, even, like, the tin is better, because at least the tin, you can keep it in your cupboard till you want it. With that, you've yeah, got to Yeah, at least have... it preserves the tuna. You've got to eat that tuna then. It's like, well, I don't want to. It's like, no, eat this wet tuna from a plastic bag. <laughs> God, that's fucking disgraceful. And it's really annoying because they say that that's what's meant to be representative of, you know, what they're sending out. Uh, What are they implying then? That people are lying about what they've been getting? Because there's a lot of different people sharing similar looking images yeah, of what, what they've, they've received. I'll read the statement here. Um, uh, we've had time to investigate the picture circulate on Twitter. For clarity, this shows five days of free school lunches, not ten days. Oh my fucking god. So is that better? No. And also a, a detail that emerged is that um, people did some math on the value of the stuff that's inside that box or that care package and it mm. is you could pick it up from your local supermarket for about £6. And keep in mind, that's like if you went to the shop and bought it. So if you are a massive company with a government contract, presumably you would have, you'd be getting it at a wholesale price. Yeah, so you'd be getting discounts for uh, being a company and probably for buying it in bulk as well. So uh, the, that, that shouldn't be... You shouldn't be getting £30 worth of food that you could get at a supermarket, yeah, let alone va- £6 worth of food you could get at a supermarket. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a replacement for a £30 voucher that the government's going to give out. And they say here, it was actually um, £10.50 and not th- uh, worth of food, not £30. Even then, um, you're still creaming off the top like, 50, like 100% of the value. Yeah. However, in our efforts to provide thousands of food parcels a week at extremely short notice, we are very sorry the quantity... Um, has fallen short in this instance. So we're sorry your kids are going hungry. We took this government contract to do this and immediately fucked it up. It's not our fault. It's like, then whose fault is it? Well, Carl, that sounds like almost every contract that the government have given out in the last year and a half. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me, but it's not an excuse. Lucas, our 10-day hampers typically include a wide variety of nutritious food items. But the, you know, that list we just went through, which includes a <laughs> single loaf of white bread and one tin of tuna. We are further enhancing our food parcels with an additional allowance of £3.50 per week per child. 
Does that, I, when I think I of feeding a kid, I don't think of £3.50 to feed him for a week. The thing is, though, I'm sure those people who um, could sit there and go, I can make £3.50 stretch pretty far with food. There is, yeah, but when but you don't... When you're when what they're saying is ten pounds fifty worth of food is six pounds worth of food, how much is the three pound fifties worth of food gonna be? What, what's the point everyone's made? It's like we'd rather you just give us the money. And the news, like while I was like just reading through this thread and with my mouth agape, mm-hmm. uh, the news broke that the government, in response to the frankly astonishing levels of just fuck you, what are you doing from the public? So, yeah, we're just going to give parents £30 food vouchers. It's like, it's almost like you should like in the first place. Just Fucking like, hell. Just give them the money. Because um, it goes with like statistics that float around of um, like charities and things where the the best thing you can do for any charity, or in any case where charity is like required, is mm. just give the charity money. Um, yeah, but the thing that like people have, you know, not poor people have said... And the government and shit have said, but oh, but they might get thirty pound voucher to use at a supermarket and spend it all on cigarettes and alcohol. Okay, but that's and it's like, pop- but if they're really that desperate for food, are they going to spend it on cigarettes or are they going to spend it on their kids that need fucking meals? There's also that one as well. Oh, some people might abuse this thing, so we're not going to do it. It's like exactly, yeah. I'm sure the parents of starving children are really going to appreciate that um, government money is not going to be wasted as you throw government money at these contractors who are just ripping you off and charging 100% markup on tins of beans. Yep. <laughs> it's like, at least that way, at least the money's going into the economy. It's like um, the stuff with the stimulus exactly, check yeah. in America. Mm-hmm. So my girlfriend is getting hers. $600. It's great. $600 stimulus check. And um, there was that amazing just tweet from that knobhead it was like, look, if you give $600 to a poor person, they'll spend it. If you give $600 to a rich person, they'll double it in five years. It's like, yeah, that's the point. When you give yep. $600 to a poor person, it goes straight back into the economy and gets spent. When you give it to a rich person, they hoard it away and just use it to add to their already fantastical wealth. Exactly, because if you give people food vouchers and say, go and spend it, on and food. we are trusting you to go spend it on food, at least they are going and spending it in like shops, and even if it is big supermarkets, it's still, as you say, putting money into the economy. It's like it's the other way around. Like, it's just giving money to rich CEOs of the fucking company that's ripping which you is, off, which is creaming off the top. So like, that's realistically wasting more government money because then they're going to take that money and put it into like offshore bank accounts. But Lucas, like, I'm not an economist, but no, I'm uh, not. But just no, no. pointing out that. No, I'm, go, I'm very small with this. I, 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 there's a joke to go. I've been workshopping this joke all afternoon. It's like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm not an economist, Lucas, but I, I would think um, the, the point of a stimulus check is to stimulate the economy. And I think the way to do that is people spending the money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You'd think it's, it's kind of suggested in the name. So when you have like these smarmy dickheads on Twitter, like, huh, when you give money to poor people, they just spend it. It's like, that's the fucking point, knobhead. Yeah. It's a stimulus. <laughs> what do you think is, is the point? If it's called a stimulus, and its purpose is to stimulate the economy. But if you give it to poor people, they're just going to spend it straight away. It's like, that's what we want. We want to use it. Exactly. And there was that member of uh, the American government, I'm not sure who, who was... Um, annoyed and was like, we can't give everybody $2,000 because what they'll do is pay off their credit card loans and go buy things. 
It's like, that's what you want is a stimulus check. It's like, that's the purpose of the checks. It's to pay. <laughs> it's just so good. So yeah, welcome to episode 63 of our comedy podcast. And I know we're laughing and this is very serious. Like we are laughing at the surrealness of it. Like we're not laughing at the parents and the kids. Like Very much not. No, it is just the absolutely heroic levels of indifference being shown by the government, and just the astonishing level of callousness in regards to how the response is being. Because there was like an interview yeah. this morning with a dude from the government. Oh, okay. I, I want to say it's, like, it's Matt Hancock, that knobhead. Oh, that dickhead, yeah. And he's been interviewed like about this. And they asked him straight up, do you think this is acceptable? He's like, no, um, free school meals are really important to, the, to us as a party. And I went, so why'd you vote against it? <laughs> and he just like sits there while he's being asked this question five or six times and just skirts around the answer. It's like, huh. oh, And that's what's funny about it. It's like you could be asked this question so like direct on camera in front of like 100,000 people and just be like, yeah. Well, was it not Matt Hancock? It might not have been, but the um, whatever MP got asked, will you accept a pay rise? And said, um, yeah, of course. No, no, no. It was like, well, I don't think it's the right time to evaluate. And it's like, no, no, will you take a pay rise? Yes or no? Like, you can say no, you can say yes. It doesn't matter. But would you take one? Do you think you've earned it? And he's like, uh, 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 well, I don't think it's the right time to evaluate that. It's like, fuck off. Just answer the question. Just answer it. It's really easy. Yes or no? Yeah. Super fucking easy. But I that's think the I job do. of a politician, though, to never give you a fucking answer. Well, that's why you have the term, the politician's answer, isn't it? It's a non-committal yeah. answer that doesn't say anything. Exactly. But I, just, I saw that and my mouth was agape just scrolling through. And I'm looking at it. So I had free school meals as a kid. And, like, you know, I'm guessing my parents are very thankful that, like, you know, they were an option we could have. Yeah, yeah for food wise and then they did a little bit better as I got older so then we could like you know just like take part lunches and things but mm-hmm. I want to say even when we were at like, our hardest of hard up times we never had a lunch as sad as that uh, no there were times when I had like just you know a plain cheese sandwich but even, even then, then at least it was proper cheese yeah and even when I was having like the shitty like cheese slices on like the thin white bread at least I could go and have an apple with it. Exactly, yeah. But like, this kid's going to be told, look, no, we had the apple yesterday, you can have one tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, what? It's so rough. Like, you get the yoghurt or the apple or the sandwich. Yeah, we're sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. It's also worth pointing out as well, like, nutritionists and doctors were looking at this and going, this is not enough to get. Like, even if it's just one meal out of three, like, even if this is just, like, the lunch, this is not a lunch that you should be giving to a child. It is barely enough calories and nutritional content to, um, for them. Yeah, and that almost means that you have to then supplement it with more food and better food in the breakfast food. and dinner. Yeah, which is basically, it's completely uh, just ruining the point of what Exactly, it is. because then that will be more expensive for the parents. But I just wanted to talk about that because I couldn't believe it. The sad thing is, it... I could believe it, and it really didn't surprise me because it's, it's all when fucking I heard government. About, but when I heard about like these care packages and how sad they are, I was like, they can't be as bad as people are making out. And then I saw the picture, and I saw the plastic bag with two spoonfuls of tuna in it, and I'm like, fucking hell, it's worse. Because <laughs> like, if you, you as a company can afford to pay someone, presumably at least minimum wage, to sit there opening tins of tuna and splitting them up, and then... 
The ones with like people getting carrots that have been cut in half. It's like carrots cost like 8p. You can pay someone to weigh a carrot and then cut it in half because it weighs too much. You could just put the fucking entire carrot in the bag. It's cheaper to just put the carrot in the bag. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I go to some shops, a bag of carrots is like 20p. Yeah, now imagine you're a government wholesaler and you've got a contract and you're buying like a million carrots. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're paying someone to cut them in half. It's like, just give them... Like, I feel sorry for the family who gets the bad half of the carrot where it's got the top on, the end on it that you can't yeah, use. and you've got to cut that bit off. Yeah, so you're already losing more of your carrot. Fuck me. It's also worth pointing out that a load of people have got food. It's like it's already rotten. Yeah, of course. Like, because it's not been stored in, like, um, it's not been stored properly. So I've got my bread and it's squashed. And my cheese has already started to go sweaty. So it's starting to get mouldy and my fruit's gone off. <sighs> so my kid's hungry. Great, thanks. It's literally I... that meme of, like, thanks, kid's crying. I did see as well quite a poignant tweet earlier today. And it was... Um, I really struggled to like think. I'm, I'm, you know, this is not a direct quote, but it was something along the lines of I really struggled to think how like these people literally have no concept of I have no money. Like they don't know what it feels like to have to only money. have thirty pounds for the week. Well, like, they just that? don't get it. I'm gonna find that story now because this is uh, it actually goes hand in hand with that because it's uh, yeah. got double check because I want to get the details correct so it is uh, I think it's a celebrity they basically try to live off of what minimum wage was oh right okay but like I think it's very telling you can normally tell who hasn't gone paycheck to paycheck in their life before yeah absolutely like I've been there and it's not nice but you know at least it's given me a bit of fucking perspective Yes, uh, I, I've my parents didn't have much when we were growing up, but we were never like properly, properly on the breadline. They always had like mm-hmm. jobs at least, but they had three kids to support, and so. But we did have times we were hard up, which is why I was going to use it as like the jumping off point of what is just the absolute like hardest up you've ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what what is like the most hard up meal that you've had? Uh, well. Once, when I was in university, I had £5 left for the week, and I think I've mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had £5 left for the entire week uh, until I got another payment from my, you know, from a loan. And then I was, you know, very, very clever and decided to buy some pick and mix and spent my entire £5 on pick and mix. Oh, yeah, and you were were stuck and you're like... I literally had, like, a box of cereal to last me off a week. Yeah, because the the hardest I've seen someone up is my... um, uh, friend Adam, who I've mentioned a few times on the channel before. It's not Adam yeah. with Nisha, it's my friend Adam no, who's in China Adam. currently. Yeah. And he did not get his student loan for two years. Oof, and he no. lived and he had a weekend job back in Scunthorpe where we used to live, mm-hmm. uh, where it was a cash in hand, £25 um, glass collecting shift, which he did two nights. So he got 50 quid, but then he had to pay 15 quid for the train. So we oh, have about right, thirty-five okay. pounds a week to live on, and he went to Tesco and he bought the absolute most cheapest, smart price mushy peas, mm-hmm. and he bought them, and he bought the shittest, cheapest fish fingers, and he had them, and that was all he ate. That's all he could afford to eat. Yeah, and, and he, I will uh, before people attack me for being such an idiot with the pick and mix. That was just one week, but yeah, I my first year, um, my parents earned enough money to. For me to not get any like extra loan or grant or anything, 
Um, so I got the basic like three grand for the year, mm-hmm. uh, all for the nine months. But my parents were only just earning enough, like just over the threshold to the point where they couldn't pay me any extra money. They couldn't give me anything. Yeah. So I, I think it worked out that I ended up with like twenty pound a week, and I'd have to do that for nine months. Mm. That's that's what he did. It's like he was like the the most hard I've ever seen someone. And I'll never forget the day when he got his loan because he got two years worth of loan mm-hmm. in all in at once. So he ended up with like £10,000 in his bank account after living off of like £35 a week Mm. for two years straight. And I remember walking into his room and all I hear blaring at full volume is DJ Khalid's All I Do Is Win as he is stood there surrounded (laughs) by top man bags and new outfits and he's got like, he is dancing around in his underwear with like a new Xbox in the corner and like a 40 inch plasma screen TV. Fucking hell. Just going, all I do is win, win, win. It's like, I don't know, you're not going to pay your rent. It's like, fuck paying rent. Fuck me. Because like, he's been stuck for two years. It's like, bollocks to him. It's like, he had to argue with, um, he's thinking like, Oh, look, you need, cause this is one of those things that I can't believe happened, and I would not believe it unless I'd actually seen it happen. And it was that. Um, when he signed up to live in the apartment block we lived in, the student flats, he did not know what a guarantor is. So a guarantor is the person who will pay your rent if you can't pay your rent. He didn't know what a guarantor is, so he wrote his own name again. <laughs> And then the student accommodation signed it. So when he didn't get his student loan, he had to go in for a meeting. And they told him, look, um, if you can't pay your rent, we have to go to your guarantor. Who is your guarantor? <laughs> they pulled out his contract and saw that he was his own guarantor and that they signed it. And he's like, well, if I can't pay you, you can't just ask, you asking me. So they came to an agreement that, okay, whenever you get your student loan, pay us then. Yeah. But the thing is, he lived, he had two years of no loan. And the year afterwards, he moved out. <laughs> and to my knowledge, he still owes um, his student accommodation fees. Fucking hell. He just never paid them because they were dicks to him for a year. Yeah. Because like, they made his life a living hell. They stopped, like, uh, they refused to, like, send people to clean his apartment, even though, like, cleaning fees were included. And, like, oh, you're not paying us. Like, but I will eventually. So his yeah. apartment didn't get clean for two years. Oh, like, for oh, the year he was there, me. sorry. So he's like, when he got the money, he's like, I'm not fucking giving it to them. <laughs> like they basically were just dicks to him for a year because he couldn't pay, even though he had like the he had a signed letter from our university saying he is studying here, he is entitled to this money, he just yeah. hasn't got it yet. Oh god. And just I, took... I still remember when um I had to argue about my rent payment for like student accommodation. Because the first loan payment came in a week and a half after they were asking for our first rent payment. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm I'm 18 and I, I like, barely had a fucking job. Like, what do you want me to do? Oh, well, you owe us money. It's like, but everybody's rent is not payable yet because we're not getting loans yet. Like, that's what the loan's there for. Yeah, the loan is there to pay the rent. But I found, while we were riffing, I found the story I was going to talk about. It was Gwyneth Paltrow as a challenge... She was like, I want to show what it re- it's like to live on a low income in America. So they have something over there known as SNAP. I'm not sure what it stands for, but it's like it's a, a small amount of money to just buy essentials. And it's $29. And Gwyneth Paltrow got it and went shopping. And she bought cilantro and limes. So you know when you talk about like rich people or some yeah. who just don't have a, a, a con- an idea of what it's like to be truly poor and hard up? Yeah. She bought cilantro. Because you yeah. would not be buying cilantro, you would be buying 
dried food that you can spread over a long period of yeah. time. And admittedly, she did buy stuff like some whole grain brown rice, but then she bought things like lemons and garlic. It's like, yeah, people who are hard up don't think about seasoning because they don't have that luxury. <laughs> and she gave up almost immediately. Yeah, I was living off like basically just fucking cereal and rice for like a year. Like that, cheap talk- cereal and rice, just plain rice. Yeah, I told my friend, I lived on mushy peas. Yeah. And um, uh, fish fingers for a year because that's all he could afford. But just but that you know, one of but no cilantro like, and limes. I think there was another one. Like, there's a similar story, but I can't seem to track it down now. Where the person bought bottled water. Fucking of course. It's like yeah, poor people don't buy bottled water. They drink it out of tap. Yeah, but, like, and obviously like, it depends on the country. But if you have safe tap water, you will drink tap water. Yeah, because you know what, like it. It's a luxury, and oddly enough, people who are living on the breadline can't afford luxury. <laughs> it's like, uh, we've talked about it before briefly, but J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like known transphobe and horrible human being, um, J.K. Rowling has long maintained for years that she lived um, in abject poverty when she was writing the Harry Potter books. Yeah. And she, uh, the way she likes to um, visualise this, or... Is, I'm not visualise it, but the way she likes to like sum this up is by saying, yeah, um, when I was at my absolute rock bottom, when I had no money, I would go to cafes and write my and write the manuscript for Harry Potter because I couldn't afford to turn my heating on. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked before about that is what a rich, that's a rich person's idea of what a poor person does because <laughs> people who are actually struggling for money don't have the money to go to a fucking cafe. Yeah, I can't wrap my head around that one. And people will defend her to this day over that. But it's like, no, you will not go and spend like three quid on a coffee every day if, if you, you can't want afford. And the same time, maybe she went there and didn't buy anything. People who are like, you know, again, living on the bread lines, I've been in that situation. I are generally too embarrassed to do that. And I know because I was in that situation. So it was like my family for a brief period. Yeah, and I know and... quite a lot of people that couldn't have afforded to go in buy a coffee every day they would not have done that as well like a lot of students live on that point of not having enough money for luxuries for a long time and you wouldn't just go in to a cafe presumably every day and just be like yeah i'm gonna sit here and write for five hours and i don't want anything like sit down and not pay because you feel too embarrassed to do that yeah, and I know that because that's I've been in that situation and seen family mm. members in that situation. <laughs> but like I said, it's a rich person's idea of what it's like to struggle. It's like, yeah, I couldn't afford heat, so I had to go to a cafe where it was warm. It's like, no, that's that's not how it works, J.K. It really <laughs> reminds me of having quite a few friends when we were in like early twenties, mm. who you'd be like, oh, are you coming out to the pub this weekend? And only like a cheap pub for a pint, but it'd be no, I can't afford to go out. And it's like, right, okay, but I know that you work and live at your parents and have savings. What you mean is you don't want to spend money. Yeah. But it's like, no, no, I can't afford to come out. It's like, that's not correct. You can afford to, you're just choosing to not spend that money. Yeah. As well, did you ever have the people um, who, were cl- they clearly had enough money not to worry about it, but um, they would hound you endlessly about what you owed them oh yeah yeah constantly yeah uh, the ones that always sticks in my head is um, 
one of the reasons I really disliked buying rounds and didn't like buying rounds until I got a lot older and had friends who weren't dickheads. Mm-hmm. Is going on a night out with a guy who, who would any time it was his round, would just like refuse to get you anything that cost more. Like he would get you the so like, oh what do you want um, a cider okay you can have a strongbow but then when it's your round it's like he's asking for the most expensive drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'll have a fucking double scotch and you're like really. Yeah, and I'm not sure if we went if you were with us when it happened, but. Um, I think I remember once going for a meal and we all, mm. it was a group meal. Uh, I forget what it was now. It was like a group meal, it was like 10 of us. I'm not yeah. sure if you were that, so there was like 10 of us there and there was that mutual, fr- like the person our mutual friend used to date. Right. Remember? I don't want to say the name. I but, think I know who you're on about. And they didn't want to leave a tip. Mm-hmm. So they didn't leave a tip when we were all handing in the money. So it turns out that like for this like 200 pound meal, um, we left the equivalent of a one pound tip because they didn't leave one. And yeah. they saw that all the money had been filled up. So they just decided that not, not to pay. Yeah, because with our that? tips, it went just over the total. So, so they, they went, did... oh, well, I don't need to pay them. Yes, yeah, so they didn't put any of their money in. And then we found out later from that and all felt really bad. And if, mm-hmm. um, if I'm remembering correctly, one of our friends actually went back to the restaurant and gave them 20 quid. Oh, because right, okay. Yeah, because it only emerged after the fact. That it did, yeah. When we left the restaurant, we found out, wait, you didn't pay. And it's like, well, no, all the money was there. Yeah, because we handed the money to them and they saw that the total was already included because everyone on the table had chucked in like three or four quid. Mm-hmm. When 10 people do that, you're like, you know, you're 30, 40 quid over. Yeah. So they was like, oh, well, you already had enough money. So I just handed it in. And then for the insult, they also took the change for themselves. And our friend was just so fucking, like, with the like, mouth agape, went back to the restaurant and found the waiter to give him 20 quid. Because mm-hmm. we'd all, like, acted under the assumption, yeah, well, that waiter walked away with, like, a 30, 40 quid tip. Yeah. Because I just handed my money over and thought, oh, yeah, it's going down the table. And be doing that the same sounds thing like a lot of money, but when you're dealing with a group of 10 for a few hours, that's not yeah. a ridiculous tip. No, it's not. And as well, like, we were all there, all enjoying ourselves. And it was, like, Christmas or something like that. Yeah. And we booked a table for 10. It's like, oh, it's Christmas. I don't mind chucking down an extra couple of quid at Christmas time. We spent like four hours in here having a chat. Exactly. And just yeah. to find out after the fact that person had just taken all of that money and see, like, I, I struggle to even imagine how selfish you'd have to be to think that way, to see the money, have it in your hands and go, well, I don't need to pay. And I think we're both coming from a perspective as well. Well, I do know, obviously that we both come from a perspective of we worked in hospitality, we've been on that side of things. Mm-hmm. Like we've literally both worked at restaurants and seen how shitty it is when somebody does that kind of thing. But not- I've just waited on you and been polite to you for like four hours and you've paid me the exact right change. It's like, okay. It's more though, just the idea that the person saw the money and went, oh, oh yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. I guess this is mine then. It's like, who thinks like that? Yeah. I don't know. But. I just remember after the... I, 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 I can't, it sticks in my head now to this day mm-hmm. because of just how fucking ridiculous it was. Like I was... Again, it's honestly, if I'd not seen it happen, I would think I was... Like, I'd, someone told me that story, I'd be like, no. No yeah, way yeah. anyone could be that selfish. There's no way anyone's that just up their own ass. They'd think, well, that money's mine. Mm-hmm. And it happened. And I, and I will it. say, I've been on like the opposite side of things when um, I went out once with friends and... This was when I was on like job seekers allowance just after coming out of uni and stuff, and like mm-hmm. I had very little money and was just living with my parents and you know getting by, and I was like, look, 
I think it was like for a friend's birthday. I was like, I haven't really got much money, but I'll come out. Mm-hmm. And all I ordered was like some tap water, and I got an appetizer as my main. Yes. And then another friend who was in like a nice graduate job just turned around and went, "Oh, should we all split it and pay for the birthday girl?" I was like, "I can't." And then they made me feel really bad. Like, well, it's not really fair for you to not pay in. So I came out telling you I had no money and I'm looking for a fucking job. Yeah. And now you're trying to make me out for the bad guy because I came and spent like a fifth of my money for the week just trying to make an appearance. Yeah. I've had that as well where it is, um, I think it was similar, it was a meal again. And there was a person like, oh, I don't want to split it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, fair enough, we'll all pay for ourselves. But then I think someone ordered a platter on the table and they're just like, you know, just sticking their hands in the platter. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like about it as well at house parties. of like, oh, we're ordering pizzas. Everyone chuck a tenner in. It's like, oh, I don't really fancy a pizza. But then as soon as the pizza arrives, they're straight fucking in there. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And I've had the thing of, well, this is my pizza. Because what I always do is like, I don't like sharing food. So mm-hmm. I, when those situations, I always pay for myself. Like, I say, look, I'm going to order myself a pizza. I'll give the money for my pizza. I will eat my pizza. And I will not eat anyone else's food. So you've seen me do that, haven't you? I have, yeah, yeah. Because I eat a lot of food. Because I'm fucking, I'm a large boy and I like eating. And as well, generally when, you know, you do things by a group, it's like, oh, well, we'll order, you know, a couple of meat pizzas and blah, blah, blah. You specifically eat, like, the vegetarian spicy pizza or whatever. Yeah, I eat a very specific kind of, like, when it's pizza, for example, I have, um, I am really picky when it comes to eating it. I don't mm-hmm. like meat on pizza, and I also don't like certain veg. I don't like mushrooms. Um, I don't like olives. I don't, which is just, it's just awkward. And I know yeah, so when sad. you buy a variety of pizzas, you might stand there and go, well, I can eat this one. Yeah, so what I normally do is just say, look, I'll pay for my own, I'll eat that. And I've had someone, uh, again, no names being named, but <laughs> at the house party, and I'm sat there with my pizza, and you know what I'm like when I'm eating my food. He comes mm-hmm. over and goes, oh, give us a slice of that. I went, the fuck money did you pay to be taking my pizza? Yeah. And he gave me shit for it for not sharing. It's like, you didn't put anything in. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Drives me mad, I ate it. And I, I don't mind being in that position where I know, look, I can't afford to chuck money in for this, but then I would not be cheeky enough to then try and steal food from other people. Sure it is. It's, it's the next level from the person who doesn't order McDonald's but then eats the fries off the bottom of the bag. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the next step from beyond that. The other person's like, oh, I don't want anything, and then they eat all the fries off the bottom of the bag. It's like, yeah. oh, it's that. God, I fucking hate that. Um, I had something similar. Um, like last year uh, mm-hmm. it was my uh, brother's birthday so I went over oh, my brother's birthday and we all went for a nice meal and um, I don't you see my brother could do these things yeah and I don't see my brother much and um, he recently announced his engagement and I didn't get him an engagement gift because I found out about it when I arrived back in Scunthorpe because they didn't bother to send me a card because he didn't have my oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. but we don't talk much so I think of like I love my brother but we don't have much in common so we don't yeah, talk but... much and I just found out that he got engaged to his girlfriend but then he'd forgotten to tell me because we don't talk. <laughs> so, I said, so I said, like, uh, at the end of the meal, I went, oh, I'll pay. When everyone was handing all the money together, I went, I'll pay for the meal because I'm doing mm. all right with all this YouTube. So I've answered my brother in a while. Consider it like, you know, a joint birthday engagement gift. Yeah. And what I said to the table is, because I think it's like 20 quid ahead, I went, if everyone just takes a tenner back out and then mm-hmm. leaves, like, you know, a nice tip for the table because they brought, like, my brother a birthday cake. They made, like, did a lot of special orders because everyone's got kids. Oh, okay, yeah. So I said, yeah, if everyone just leaves like half the money they were going to pay, so you're still getting half the money and then I'll pay for my brother. Mm-hmm. I found out like um, a couple of, like my cousin and my auntie, they just took their money back. 
Oh, fucking hell. And after the fact, again, the guy ended up getting like a 20, 30 pound tip on a 15 top table <sighs> because all the members of my family just took all their money back and it's like, uh, my brother and my brother ended up feeling so bad that he just put 30 quid down. So he ended mm. up paying, he was the person at his birthday party who paid the most. Oh God. Because he felt so bad and it's like, oh. Uh, and then he messaged me after the fact saying, look, I appreciate it, but uh, you probably don't want to do that again because now every time we go out for a meal with a family, they're going to expect that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm now, because I realise after the fact, I'm probably going to be on the hook for every family meal we ever go for of being oh, expected to pay for it. And I'm like, I try to do a nice thing for my brother and for that restaurant. Because I thought yeah. if I do this, they'll get a nice tip and did not expect uh, half my family to just take the tips back. <laughs> Oh, great. <laughs> it's like, you do that to try and be nice and they just see it as like, oh, look, like, Carl, Carl's got some money, let's take advantage. Yeah, it's why my uh, my mum said when I told her I was going to do it at the start of the evening, she said, don't mention it. Um, don't say it till the end because people take the piss and order wine and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, people start to say, oh, if Carl's paying for it, I'll start ordering bottles of wine. And mm-hmm. I didn't believe that people would do that until I got to the end. And I heard someone say, oh, I wish I'd known now, I would have got another drink. It's like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and, like, that's the thing is, I know that, you know, there's times when, like, my dad might take me and my sisters out for a, for a meal, and my sisters will make that joke, but, like, they know that my dad's going to properly pay, and they don't take the piss. Yeah. They just make a joke, but you know there's some people that make that kind of joke, and they're fully serious. Oh, yeah, people do. Like we said, we've just talked about someone who did it, of, oh, well, there's enough money on the table, I don't need to even pay for my meal, let alone leave a tip. Yeah. Because the what like... Because in their head, because, uh, as you might imagine, I think about this a lot. Mm. Uh, it, I, the, and the way I ended up reasoning in it is, like, in their head, well, they see, well, the money's here. Why? I, there's already enough to pay for everything that's there. Why mm. should I put extra money in? Yeah, because in their head, it's not them paying their share. It's them paying extra money. Yeah, it's them paying money that doesn't need to be paid. And mm. you kind of have to respect that level of selfishness selfishness, ignorance, whatever it is, yeah, but like, fuck me. Like, you almost like have to just respect just the level of just, no, fuck you, got mine. Yeah. That goes into that way of thinking. But I will say, I, I'm very much an advocate of leave a tip if you think it's been earned. And I got really annoyed one time of just uh, went to a restaurant, the food was bad, and the service from multiple service was god awful like multiple waiters and waitresses um throughout the night because we were a big table served us yeah and all of them were like arsy with us didn't smile made like weird comments to us and stuff it's like no fuck that like they put um the service charge included because we're a big table and i was like they've put a 20 percent service charge and marked it as optional i don't think we should pay this and then we all like agreed and we were like no 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 we won't pay. The service has been shit. So we sent them the money over with like a few pound extra because everyone just rounded up to the closest pound. Yeah. We should also point out as well, before people get angry, we live in the UK where people are paid um, a living wage. Yeah, people are paid like minimum wage and then tips are like... Um, Optional. It's not like America it. where they're, it's the only way people survive. In the UK, I, as someone who works as a waiter, you are paid a minimum wage. And in a lot of city centres which is where me and Lucas have lived primarily for, uh, for the most of our mm-hmm. adult lives, it's usually a living wage. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like they're being paid really poorly. 
They just did a really bad job and didn't give a shit because yeah. they don't need the tips. Yeah, like a tip and is it really is a gratuity in the UK. So I want to clarify that like, yeah. so there might be people getting mad. Yeah, true. Like American listeners might think I'm being an asshole here, but yeah, they came back over to the table and demanded it even after they listed it as optional. And then one of my friends just buckled and was like, I'll fucking pay it. And then afterwards, obviously, we all went, you didn't have to do that. We all agreed. Like, you shouldn't have been pressured by them and just, you know, shared the money out again. But it was just the idea of, like, they they know what we did. We were like, look, we're not paying this optional service charge. Mm-hmm. And then when they came back over and we went, we don't want to pay it, the service was bad. They then pressured us. And it's like, are you fucking for real? Yeah, but Lucas, that's how you get big tips. That's how you do it. But it, it was like one of the supervisors came over and told us, like, we need to pay it. Not even the people getting the money. Yeah. It's because like, why su- even put fucking optional on there, then? It's because the supervisor will, um, from my experience working in restaurants, they get a percentage of whatever the entire restaurant earns. So it's in their right, best yeah, interest yeah. to take it. So that happened at one of the restaurants I worked at, where it was um, tips were divvied up between all members of staff, and it was based on um, time worked. But mm-hmm. for some reason, uh, well, it's not for some reason, it's because the managers wanted money, or one of the managers at least, the, the dickhead one. Yeah. Uh, it's because because the managers were salaried, they always got the lion's share of all the tips because they're working a guaranteed 40 hours a week, whereas mm. people just working one or two shifts a week have got the equivalent of like eight hours. So when it come, it was all that divvied up by the algorithm that they um, had on whatever the fuck program they used, it's like, yeah. oh, well, clearly all the salaried staff will get the lion's share because they've technically worked the most hours. Uh, so every month we would get just an envelope with like £1.63 in it or something like that. And obviously and I, <laughs> the way it should work and the way it did work in all the restaurants I've worked in in the past it's is whoever's like, on shift. Well, no, it's either a case of like whoever's on shift minus management. So the management weren't involved or it was just take tips for yourself depending on where I've worked. <laughs> and that was the one, yeah. And it was um, one of the managers just um, absolutely flipped their shit when all the staff complained and went, we want to change this system. And we worked it out. We looked. We managed to sneak a look at their pay stub mm. and the tips they were getting were amounting to like £11 a month extra. Fucking hell. So they were flipping their shit over £11 on like an £1,800 um, paycheck. Yeah. It's like for that. So they're, they are complaining because they want that extra 11 quid. And I think like that's what happens when that person we thankfully no longer talk to grows <laughs> up and gets a job. Yeah. It's like, it's 11 quid. It's like, which doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things when you're being paid like 45 grand a year, but it's your 11 quid. Yeah. Like you're taking it away from them. It's like, oh. God. God, I hate people like that. I just, I'm, I'm, I've very much come to the conclusion that I probably just hate people, Carl. <laughs> Welcome to our comedy podcast. <laughs> because though, like, there, it is cathartic to talk about and I know like everyone has a story like that. Yeah. And I really do enjoy like hearing these stories because it just gives you that moment of just, oh, God, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. And sometimes and those you ones where, like Some of those stories that I bring out are like 10 years old and still to this day, I'm like, fuck that person. They still piss you off to this day, don't they? Yeah. Like that one about going to the restaurant. Cause I, I didn't want to put too much detail because I couldn't remember if you were there and I don't want to say the person's name. But yeah, do you yeah. remember it now? No, I do, yeah, I do. And do you remember how annoyed we all were with that person? Yep. And do you remember, like, at the pub afterwards where we were all arguing about it and the person just absolutely refused to see anything 
what yeah, they just, did was wrong. Yeah, just completely, I'm not in the wrong. Especially as well, when it emerged that they kept the change, and we yeah. asked for the change back, and like, well, what do you mean, I, t- I took the change up? Because that's like their argument, wasn't it? It's like, well, I yeah. took the money up to the bar to pay. I deserve the change. It's like, you did fucking nothing, and you, you didn't wa- even pay. <laughs> yeah, and in their head, they they legit 100% deserve that money. Mm-hmm. For walking up, like it's like if I would have known, I could get a fiver for walking up and getting the money. I'd have handed it over. Yeah, and that's the thing is they profited off us going out for a meal and then yeah. sat there when challenged about it and was just like, "Well, I'm not in the wrong." Yeah, and got mad and got mad when we asked them to give the money back or buy a drink for the table. It's mm-hmm. like, can you at least go and buy a picture with it or something like that so we can all share? And like, no, it's mine. It's like, no, it's not. You literally put in zero pounds. Oh God. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure as well, with that person, uh, there was another event where they just took a tenner out of the centre of the table. Probably. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, they were, they tried to make change, and they put a fiver in and took a tenner out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck that person. I hope they're doing shit. I hope I they hope got fired. Shit. I hope they got fired. <laughs> fuck them. Oh, God, I hate people. <laughs> it makes me angry every time I think about it. Yeah, just seeing yeah. them. Sat, I, I can see them in my head, sat there going, "What? What? What is mine? Is that? But it's literally not." Mm. And just the idea of you've got twelve people telling you you are wrong. You've like one hundred percent of the people in your peripheral are screaming at you, telling you wrong. But I'm not that. And that's the thing is, it's one thing when it's strangers telling you you're wrong when it's. A group of friends, or supposedly a group of friends. And that person's boyfriend. Yeah, all sitting there going like, oh, well, uh, you know, as friends, you are wrong, and we all agree. It's like, no. No. <laughs> Again, you almost have to respect it. You've that got to respect the fucking stubbornness. You do, the dickheadedness. Yeah. It's uh, It's incredible. And just, oh, God, I don't... I, I don't want to keep talking about it, but it makes me so fucking mad. <laughs> I really, I cannot just over how mad we all got. Yeah. And how long this, and how heated this argument got in this pub. Oh, God. Because the person would re- refuse to give the money back. <laughs> money that was not theirs, but in their head was theirs because they walked over and handed like a bunch of cash to a waiter. They earned that paycheck, Carl. They did. They earned it. We paid them. A, we paid them twenty-five quid. <laughs> so it's where as well when I worked out after the fact if they'd have not turned up, we'd have all walked away a tenner richer. <laughs> now we'd have all made more. Like, literally every. We'd single have literally person, like made a bit more money. Yeah, everyone involved with that situation would have walked away with more money. Yeah, including the waiter because we'd have all paid less. The waiter would have got a bigger tip because we like <laughs> obviously our tip was influenced by like you know how much we all spent and if that yeah. person had not been there. If I remember correctly, I think they ordered an entire sharing platter for themselves. Oh, God, probably. They probably did. Fucking fat bitch. God, I hate her. I hate her so much. I hated her. God! Fuck. <laughs> it makes me mad. Lucas, bring something else up or I'll keep doing it. I'm going to keep getting mad. I what mean, else is... I, I just like when I clicked on something earlier, it's like... Okay. Oh, um, trending in the United Kingdom. Pokemon's 25th anniversary and Katy Perry. Wait, what? what's Katy Perry got to do with Pokemon's 25th uh, anniversary? They... they like so, I'll I'll just click and try and find like the so the Pokemon a couple of hours ago tweeted like the games, the cards, the series, the memories. Sometimes you start to catch a Pokemon, but you end mm-hmm. up catching feelings. Working off our twenty fifth anniversary celebration with a walk down memory lane. Spot anything familiar? 
And it's like a little video of um, them going through like a Rude Goldberg machine where there's a Pokeball. Going okay. through loads of different, like nice little Pokemon um, setups and just showing off loads of Pokemon cards and games and stuff. Okay. And then it just ends with like the Pokeball rolling into a disco ball and like playing a Pokemon uh, vinyl. And then it's just like, yeah, Katy Perry. <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, okay, so Katy Perry's going to be doing an announcement of some kind. Okay. Does she play for Pokemon? Pokemon? I don't know. She might do. We don't know. She might be into it. We don't know what she gets up to when she's not making music. And like, I, they need to get Ariana Grande. She's got a fucking Eevee tattoo. Does she? Yeah. Oh, sick. Like, that's who they need to get on board because I don't know if Katy Perry likes Pokemon or not, but she could just, you know, be there because Pokemon obviously pay a shit ton of money. Yeah. Did you know that Ariana Grande has um, technically, um, canonically fought Sephiroth? Someone you know mentioned something about Ariana Grande me. in Final Fantasy. Me. Okay, so uh, I'm in, Ariana Grande has a skin in one of those shitty Final Fantasy mobile games. <laughs> which I think is canon. As Ariana like, Grande? Yeah, yeah, it's her skin in the game. Oh my god. And it's in the game and you can fight Sephiroth in that game. And I think it's technically canon to one of the universes or something like that. Because it's like one of those, oh, a portal opened up in everything and everyone fell into one place. Uh, so similar to the the fighting game they have, Dissidia. Yeah. Yes, so she's thrown hands against Sephiroth. And her wow. stats are super good as well. <laughs> she's got really good stats. Well, that's awesome. But just, I love when they put like random shit like that in video games. Yeah. Uh, it's like, do you remember that um, when the Discovery Channel bought everyone a map in Gears of War? Yeah. Do you remember that one? That one was awesome. That's like a trend. I'm really upset. Went away. Never happened. Uh, so people don't know, in the first Gears of War game... Um, one of the map packs. I think um, it was like the first map pack for the game. Yeah, uh, just randomly, the Discovery Channel uh, bought advertising space with Microsoft and some hero at their marketing team said, well, why don't you, rather than advertising like on the thing, just buy some DLC and then everybody gets a free map pack that just says, um, courtesy of the Discovery Channel. Yeah, because it was just, here's, a, I think it was like, two maps in two different packs and it was like the Discovery Channel packs. Yeah, paid for by just, the Discovery Channel. Oh yeah, here's two free maps and the Discovery Channel paid for them. There you go. And I'm wondering, why does that not happen today? That'd be awesome. Like, it's like, you know, DLC's not going away. Like, is actually not going away. No. So why haven't com- any companies besides apparently the Discovery Channel thought about, <laughs> let's just chuck in like a couple hundred grand and just throw it at a popular video game and just give everyone like a free skin and a couple yeah. of loot boxes and then they've all got like our branding on them. So then people associate our branding with something positive mm-hmm. as opposed to an intrusive ad that they hate. <laughs> so I just remember like one day playing Gears of War and I used to, it must have worked. It's still in my head 10 years later that the Discovery Channel bought me a map in Gears of War, a game I only <laughs> played for like three weeks. And I still remember... Yeah, you just remember, like, wow, the Discovery Channel gave me a free Gears of War map pack. And I think it, it's that weird thing of, because it's the Discovery Channel and Gears of War, two things you would never put together, it's like, really stays in your mind. I think, though, it was that show, Future Weapons, if you remember that one. Uh, so it, it no, was I, a sh- I, no, I don't really know sh- much about Discovery Channel programs. Okay, so it was a show about guns. But it was like the Discovery Channel presents. 
So it was the Discovery Channel uh, who bought okay. it, but it was like a show yeah. about guns, and it was their way of advertising it, which makes sense. You know, it's mm-hmm. a near future, um, uh, yeah. like military sim. Um, but I'll be honest, I, I watched Future Weapons a bit. I never saw a gun with a chainsaw on it, so. <laughs> Unless you're gonna put. Like, where is that coming in? It should do. I love. I love like the lore explanation for it, where it's um, it was a tool used to cut undergrowth and brush. Uh, but then in, like, one battle, just some absolute badass in the Gears of War, like, army just killed a locust with it. And Marcus <laughs> Phoenix looked at it and went, okay, yes, I could do something with this, and went to his <laughs> scientist dad, who's built the same way. So he's, like, his brick wall-shaped scientist in a lab coat. <laughs> just went, ah, oh, yes. And I, in my head, I always imagine him doing, like, a presentation. Mm-hmm. Just sh- And all it is is just a... Um, uh, just a a JPEG of a chainsaw just being moved slowly across the screen. Like one PowerPoint, you could move images towards a locust, and then just the word <laughs> like win comes up on screen. And that's how they did that. Oh, God. I love that. Like, what's your like favorite just dumb weapon from a video game? Because, like, the, which you think though is actually kind of cool. Like, it's stupid, but it's cool. That's going to be the clarifications. Two things that popped into my mind immediately. Okay. So there's one. Uh, which is a classic one, and it's the cerebral bore. Uh, is that I forget what it's from? I think it was like Torok Two, was it? Oh, is that the one where it flies up their ass and blows the head up? Uh, no, it's the one where it's like a drill that homes in on them, and then just spikes into their brain and just drills down and explodes them. Oh, I'm thinking of the anal probe from Destroy All Humans, which flies into their ass and makes their head explode. Yeah, I'm thinking of that one. Uh, and then in that the, game, you collect the Lancer discussion made me think of a new Destiny sword that was put in, like, okay. in the latest expansion of just, it's a giant sword with a chainsaw attached to it. <laughs> Sometimes you really want to hurt someone. <laughs> like, when the sword is not enough, and it's like a five-foot massive buster sword, just like and it's just, fuck it, it, put a chainsaw on there. So I think for me, it's always got to be the Needler from Halo. Oh, the Needlers are great. Because yeah. um, I uh, adore the lore and the world-building of the Halo series, and... Mm. There's a load of information, um, um, extraneous information about the Needler, which for people who've not played Halo, is a weird alien gun that fires shards of crystal that home in, for some reason, on people or any <laughs> organic target and then explode. Yeah. Causing, like, massive damage. And uh, all the lore about it is written from the perspective of researchers for, human, for humanity trying to figure out how the fuck the thing works. And all they say is, we don't know. Like every single line about it's like, oh, the ammunition, what is it? It's a crystal. How does it work? We don't fucking know. It's a gun, it's a gun that fires crystals. We don't get it, but it's really dangerous. Please avoid it. It's scary. Oh, God. And they talk about how, like, we don't know where these crystals come from. The Covenant won't tell us, even ones who've defected to our side. <laughs> it's like, I just love it. I love that extra bit of information. Like, we don't know how it works. Yeah, and um, it's just like, God. I want to know the lore explanation of why can I wield two fucking needlers and then they're just like, no. It's because Master Chief realised I can't have this power. Oh? What's up? Oh no, you caught out then, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, it's because Master Chief realised I can't have this power. <laughs> so I, I'm not allowed to it wield this so amount of power. It's so frustrating. Using dual needlers. Yeah. Because you just see that coming from across the battlefield and like, well, fuck me. <laughs> just this like hailstorm of just pink needles. Yeah, oh, and that's great. Go. And that and was one of my favorite things about the needler. I picked up Halo Three as my first Halo game. Yes, 
and I was just I don't know what this is, but it shoots just pink explosions. I'm a down. This is my the new best weapon, weapon ever. It's why I like it. Yes, and it's one of those things. Well, from a video game where the description of it in universe is terrifying. Well, they talk mm. about like again in these like description like the you know, extended universe material. They talk about how soldiers hit by it are maimed for life, and yeah. that a single crystal will embed itself in. Um, soft flesh and then explode with the force of a grenade permanently crippling the soldier <laughs> and then you use it in game and you shoot one at someone and it just bounces off <laughs> it's like it's so dangerous in everything but the game oh did you leave he went yeah you just kept cutting in and out and I was like I'm just going to uh, restart oh this okay it's because my uh, I see my discord keeps trying to say do you want to talk through your webcam instead of the purpose built microphone you plugged in I'm like no <laughs> and it keeps popping up on screen and I don't know why it keeps asking me if I want to use my webcam oh god but, uh, yeah just in game the needler is useless but in the like the law it's like yeah one hit kill <laughs> yeah Oh, and it's really similar because you can tell that Bungie went on to make Destiny where they made a fusion rifle, which is like a, a charged weapon. Yeah. Where it shoots a bunch of like purple needles into you when they explode. They know. It's like, yeah, they know. And that, that gun consistently just breaks the game every now and then. It's, oh, well, this weapon that's been in the game for like four years has just, with a new like mechanic put in the game just broke the game entirely again because it's like, too it's good it's too powerful it's the needle man it's like one of those things where like um every now and again i'll just see like oh this etsy artist or this person here just makes life-size weapons from a video game oh i love them and i see the ones of like oh here's a life-size lancer and it looks really boring Mm-hmm. Like, like no, but then I see like the needler, and I think if you had that, and it actually has like you know uh, like quartz or something like actual crystals in it. Oh, that'd be so cool. That instead of a glass case would look pretty fucking baller. But oh, that'd like, look amazing. The place where they make oh look here's I don't know like long claw from Game of Thrones. It's, like, it's just a oh, fucking yeah. sword at the end of the day, and I'm just gonna put it out there a sword on the wall. I it, it looks really shit because it's so overdone. I think you have to A, do it really well, and B, have quite a good collection. Yeah, it needs to be really classy. It's like anime figurines. Yeah. Like, there is like one or two that are really high quality and like, you know, pride of place or in like a proper display cabinet can look good. Mm-hmm. But when you start getting too many and they're all higgledy piggledy over the joint, it's like, okay, yeah, this, this just looks bad. And there's a fine line between that, and I'm not sure exactly where it should be drawn. It is a fine line, and it like I don't have any of the high quality stuff like play arts and stuff, but I've got a lot of amiibo and Funkos mm. and stuff like that. Especially amiibo, I've got a ton of them. Yeah, but uh, even then, I find putting them close together just looks so bad. Yeah, and it's like, uh, when you put them all just crammed onto one shelf, it's like oh god. It's like when you see photos like if you like go on Reddit or something, like, you're scrolling through and see every now and again. That, that battle station subreddit it's like oh look at my eight grand pc and every yeah. time you look at it they've always got a lightsaber strapped to the wall with a poster of like the rebel logo behind it it's like it's so <laughs> fucking lame it's so overdone oh I, I will say though i can't wait until i can afford to just have a ridiculous rainbow room where the pc is all crazy and rainbow and i've got little LED lights that are colour changing all the time. 
Mm-hmm. We, I can't wait to be able to just set up my office like that it, eventually. Yeah, you can look at it. I know your personality. You want it to be all crazy and wild. But when it is, it's just it's a lightsaber above their PC. And it's that same postage of the Rebel logo. Yeah, it's every that sa- time. Every time. It's, like, it's so... F- and they're talking about it. It's like, look, it, I, it's not much, but it's mine. It's like, it's not. You just literally Googled what someone else did and just copied their setup. There's none yeah. of your personality in here. Unless your personality is um, things that I watch on TV. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I think my room probably already looks very different from other, like, you know, when people do game rooms or offices, like the YouTube offices and stuff. Like, yeah. It is very personal to me. Like, I've got, like, stitch figures about and specific posters that I, I've hunted down and, mm-hmm. like, the Amiibos, but only the Amiibos I like and stuff. What is as you say, instead of just going, oh, well, I clicked on this po- like this picture on Reddit and it looked good, so I just did that. Yeah, it's like um, where people just have... Uh, I'm trying to think what's the... There's a very, it's like Funko Pops, that's it. It's yeah. like when people have just the wall of Funko Pops that are in their cases and that's oh, their God. personality and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. I really, really hate the trend of like... Well, not even the trend, but the personality and the mindset of I need to keep everything in its box it just it baffles and annoys me and I, I can't quite understand why it annoys me so much but it really does yeah and uh, it's like with my office um, I, I, I've got uh, I've started a lot down like fuck it I should probably make my office soundproof and it's not that well soundproof because that's the way my building's set up but yeah it's just I remember when I built it and I specifically was looking for, I want a gaming chair. I want a gaming chair, I want a chair to sit on while I'm working. And the chair I'm sat in right fucking now. Yeah. And I was like, I will pay any amount of money extra not to have the generic YouTuber, <laughs> streamer, bright red gamer chair. Yeah. And I ended up finding like a nice, classy, just plain white chair that goes to my plain white desk. And it looks super clean, super minimal. It's great. I love it. But when I, I remember posting the picture, I was like, huh, there's not much back support on that one, is there? And what? because obviously it's not one of those huge fucking but gamer chairs. It gives you quite a lot of support because I've seen your chair and it goes up quite high. I should also like to point out as well, every single time I stream, people ask if I've got a standing desk. It's like, no, I've got good posture. I think as well, you've because got, I've good, got a good posture and you're tall. Yeah, because I've got a good chair. So it looks like you're quite high up because how tall you are and how straight up you sat. But I remember people giving me shit for not buying the generic glowing um, uh, chair, like you know, the red, the black one with red accents on it. Yeah. Because it looks so fucking shit and it takes up so <laughs> much room. It doesn't look clean. Also, yeah. as well, I remember seeing that picture where someone compared them and they're basically just um, baby car seats for adults. <laughs> like they're the exact same design as car seats for kids. And that's the thing, I've got one like that. Um, it's not quite black and red, it's black and blue, but I just went for, like, you know, a relatively cheap one. That's the thing, though. Like, I was I de- deliberately spent more money than I had to because I did not want that. Because I thought, I refuse to adhere to this lifestyle. I refuse. Well, it's one of those things of, um, because it's got, like, the pillow on the neck rest, I found that it's a lot better nicer for streaming i think jenna's office chair which is just a normal proper office chair yeah which is more is what comfortable I have. but for like a five hour stream session 
where I've got like a neck pillow to rest on, I think it's preferable. Yeah, it's like uh, you've seen the the office chairs I have at the Fact Fiend office, haven't you? I bought generic black ones. Yeah, yeah. And I was again asked when we were like we would stream from the office. I was like, oh, why didn't you get the gaming ones? Because it's the fucking place of work. Yeah. <laughs> But I've just got some pictures to send to you now, Lucas, because I've been, just been while we've been talking, I've been Googling male living space, the subreddit. Oh my god, I did yeah. not know that was a thing. Yeah, it's one of my favourite subreddits to go through every now and again because it is, it is I'm just gonna send you a picture. Um so if just describe it. And it's just <laughs> it is men asking for advice or showing off like, oh look, here's where I live, look how cool my house is. Why Why has he got a giant... I don't even know what, like, a tuba or French horn or something like that. Why has he just got a giant no, brass Luke, instrument? Lucas, just describe it. So it's just like a pretty plain white room with two posters on the wall that are pretty nondescript from what I can tell. And then literally one standing lamp, um, a TV... And just a, a really basic, like, wooden dining chair in the middle of the room, facing the TV, <laughs> just on its own. And it's like, just sold my couch because it didn't fit in my living room. Trying to balance between feeling empty and crowded suggestions. And it's just, just a single wooden chair with no padding pointed directly at the TV in the middle of the room. But then for some reason, as I say, a giant brass instrument sat next to the chair with oh. no explanation. Right, and speaking of Lucas, people, why are people so fucking boring? What about this one? Oh, God. Oh, my God. So this one is titled The Four Square Meters... That she allowed me to decorate myself. No, which we regrets. can talk about in a second because we I've, will. Yeah, we'll get into that, and it's just both me and you feel strongly about it. A white desk with a fucking grey armchair because I suppose they weren't allowed to buy an office chair. Yeah, um, and then it's just a single like Captain Phasma poster on the side and it's a stormtrooper fucking bass. No, is Lucas, you know this is not a Captain Phasma one because this is on male living spaces. That's a clone trooper because they're obsessed with the prequels. Because Lucas, they Is haven't it? got a per- they haven't got a personality. That can't be. That's one of the new ones, and they look like chrome plated. They're not. It's because it's shiny. Because it's one of those ones that glows in the dark. Lucas, I looked at this image for a long time before sending it to you. Because <laughs> you know, on male living spaces, they are not having a Captain Phasma poster because their That's personality true. is Reddit, and, and they also have what trilogy. looks like a couple of um, Stormtrooper Funko Pops. So they've gone full in on the Stormtroopers. But Jesus Christ, like, yeah, let's get into the I was allowed to decorate four meters, yeah, four square so, meters. So we both live with females, yes? That is that is correct. I can't we, sh- we share our living space with women. Yeah. And Lucas, what, and I think you feel like the same way about me as this, but just for like the audience out, how do you feel about the concept of the man cave? I mean, I say, like, I, I'm sitting in my office full of games and consoles and figurines and stuff. So bear with me. But I mean this is obviously my yeah. streaming office. But I fucking hate the concept of man caves. The idea that oh she won't let me decorate the house the way I want, so I have to have my man cave. Yeah, and it's such a strange thing of why don't you like you know both find each other like go and both find someone with similar tastes to you. 
I, I don't get it because, you know, I live with my girlfriend, Jenna, and we both very early on discussed, like, well, what kind of, like, how do we like to decorate and what kind of interests do we have? And we share the same interests and like to have, like, just dumb geeky stuff everywhere. And like to have loads of Disney posters and Marvel posters and DC posters and stuff. And like, as I said, like figurines. And it seems really weird to me that you would want to live with somebody that's like, no, none of that. Go sit in your fucking corner somewhere. But the point is as well, or the point for me, if that makes me giggle and just think why, is whenever like, the men who have these weirdly toxic approaches to their relationship where they have to literally seg aggregate themselves from their yeah. partner mm-hmm. and they have a, pl- a dedicated space where they can be themselves the version of themselves that they present to the world is so fucking boring yeah. that picture I sent you and it's like oh what is this guy like well he likes Star Wars yeah like that's bought... his personality like Star Wars his personality is I watch the prequel movies and go on Reddit and quote the memes <laughs> that's it like that, and it's just it's so fucking boring like, there's no personality I can draw from that besides they like Reddit Oh, God. And I, I hate it. I hate it so much of like, oh, well, it's the similar mentality of, oh, well, I'm, you know, going to go do this so I can get away from the old ball and chain. It's like, why are they a ball and chain? Why did you choose to spend your life with a ball and chain? Yeah, there's a really great John Richardson joke about that. Uh, the comedian John Richardson, when he talks about how he hates the idea of guys pretending they don't want to come out because their girlfriend will let them go, oh, I'd love to come out for a pint tonight, but, you know, she won't let me. And he just says it really matter of fact. like, look, mate, if you don't want to hang out with me, I I could take it. Just tell me you'd rather stay in and have sex with your girlfriend. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) You don't need to pretend that you are are getting away from your girlfriend. But I had um, a friend that was with someone who was very much the, the girlfriend that, you know, wouldn't let them out. Mm-hmm. And when they were allowed out, it would be constant phone calls from like eight, nine o'clock in the evening. Like, when, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? Like, you told me you'd be back soon. It's like, oh my God, why? Why are people such dickheads? It's also Lucas Ego. Speaking of, just you can't have your man cave. Oh God. Just... You can <laughs> tell. Yeah. Just, the den is complete, my first apartment by myself. And it's the zero things that indicate this person has any personality besides a giant gaming rig in the corner that's glowing like the Starship Enterprise. Yeah, they've, the got, o- they've got a TV that's glowing and a PC setup that's glowing in just a plain, white, boring-ass room. Yeah, there are no personal effects. There are no pictures of family or loved ones. There is no. nothing to indicate a human being with a distinct personality lives here. Just, I have my black rectangles that like to glow colours. One thing I do like as well, because I'm going through just like the the best of, that um, the male living space Twitter. So when I say I like this subreddit, I mean I like the Twitter profile and I go through it once, uh, twice um, uh, a year and just oh, okay, do, the big, yeah. do the big binge. Um, yeah. So many of them are... Um, uh, just got a divorce from my wife, decided to make the room that I want. Oh, no. And, like, it always, it's just that, again, it's shit like this. And just tell me what you see, Lucas, and read it out and describe it to people. What the fuck is this? Just read it out. New new place, no wife, got whale instead. And what is it? And it's 
a TV, a big-ass TV in the middle of a blank room with two weird speakers and yep. a giant picture of a fucking blue whale. And Lucas, what can you see on his screen? Oh, Stormtroopers. <laughs> because it's Star Wars again! It's, it's always Stormtroopers. It's always fucking pictures of Stormtroopers. It's such a specific thing. Yeah. That these men are obsessed with. I don't get it because surely, especially original Star Wars fans, will know that they are essentially just Nazi soldiers. Yeah. But it's like, why are these such a symbol of, I am a geek, like, we must just make the fucking stormtroopers infallible. Like, but it's like such a specific thing. Yeah. To put on, but like so many of them are just got divorced, finally managed to make the kind of space that I want. And it looks exactly the same as every other space you've ever I seen. I will just... give that guy props in. I've never seen a giant fucking blue whale poster before. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah, that is interesting. But with the fact you zoom in, oh, stormtroopers. Yeah. What's this guy's personality? Storm, like Star Wars. Star Wars. I like Star Wars. Like, there's a couple as well of really good ones of. Um, uh, people who are obsessed with shoes. Right. Like, so like, basically, instead of Funko Pops, it's just hundreds and hundreds of pairs of shoes all in the boxes, not out. Oh, right, yeah. I like this one. This is great. I'm just going to say, Lucas, like, I like this game that we play every now and again on the podcast, but I send you images that and baffle you. I've just you. got to fucking describe them to yeah. audio listeners. Just, just images that baffle you that you then have to describe to the audience. <laughs> Again, this one's quite original. It is quite original, yeah, but it's just... <laughs> Describe it. So, this one's sweet spot to myself. Portland, uh, I don't know what OR means. I don't uh, know Oregon. States. Oregon, there we go. Mm. And it's, again, pretty plain white room with no personality. <laughs> uh, just coffee table and sofa. And then out of nowhere is just a full-sized kayak mounted on the wall. Yeah, they're great, aren't they? Just a bright orange kayak just mounted on the fucking wall. What about this one, Lucas? Describe this one. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is like Do my Do I favorite... even need to say anymore that, again, plain white room with no personality. Um, and then this is a bedroom, almost done with my new room. Any ideas? And it's just blank plain bed, blank plain desk with my TV and PC tower, and then the neon rainbow lights. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. It's like, no personality, only rainbow lights. That's the thing, I don't mind the rainbow lights. I fucking love rainbow lights and ridiculous neon shit, but you've got to have the personality that comes along with it and, like, add some personal touches to your room. Your personality can't be rainbow light. No, my personality is I play PC games. Yeah. All mine after my wife kicked me out, and it's just a really plain-looking, plain-ass room. The TV. But there's a TV face in the bed. That's it, yeah. And that is clearly, that was a sticking point in the relationship. Of The, that... the wife clearly did not want a fucking TV in the bedroom, and he's gone, finally, I've got rid of that bitch so I can have a TV in the bedroom. I, I, I'm not kidding when I say, if you want a laugh, just go to the male living space uh, Twitter account. And just count how many of them are. My wife kicked me out. I can finally be myself, and it is a completely empty room with nothing in it and uh, nothing in it but a TV. Oh God, it's so sad. And like, do you like? 
I can only imagine what it's like to talk to someone who has zero personality. <laughs> so, like, have you ever talked to someone who just has no personality? Uh, yeah, and I, I won't ever name names, but there is, like, a, I guess an acquaintance that I have from, um, like, college. Okay. And every now and then I bump into them again, but every time I have a conversation with them, I'm just, my entire brain is screaming, get out of this conversation as quickly as possible. Is it's a... just, they have zero personality, and all they do is complain about <laughs> life. And it's just, oh my god. I just, I, literally one time I was drunk and just said, you're boring me, and left. <laughs> I, I, my, I literally had enough. I was like, this conversation is the same conversation I've had with you every time we've ever spoken. I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I'm just so tired um, of like, this conversation. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I was just, I'm done. I can't, <laughs> I can't put up niceties anymore. I'm just, I just can't handle it. And like, I tried cl- to be polite. We should we clarify here? Like, we're not making fun of people who's like their personality is like they like video games. Me and Lucas like video, video games. Video games. Not people. We're not making fun of people who like comic books or Star Wars. Me and Lucas like comic books. We love Star Wars. Yeah. We're just we're making fun of a very specific type of person, usually a man, but not always. Not always. Just their entire being is just this thing that they enjoy or consume. This one thing, and it's often nerdy because, like, you know, nerdy things are normally seen as like escapism. Yes. But you often see it the same with, um, again, a lot of the time men where they cling to just sports are my thing. Like, football yeah. is my entire yeah. fucking life. And I think we've all met the person who all they ever talk about is football. Yeah. And again, it's a very similar thing of, like, we've all met that Star Wars guy or that Harry Potter guy or the football guy. Where the entire personality is just that one thing. Yeah, and it's that thing as well. Like I've, um, uh, I, you know, we said it's usually a man, but I've met girls in my time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who their personality is, I they just like Harry Potter. I've met, yeah, I've met females like that where it's just this one thing, like this one sport or this one nerdy thing as well. It's not just men. Yeah, but it's it's usually. And uh, that can lead me into something, because I mentioned a couple of times um, in this podcast that was like, things that happened to me that if I hadn't personally witnessed them, I would not believe the story if it was told to me. Oh, and so 2020. 2020, yeah, and 2021 <laughs> now. we've not even talked about the shit that's happening with Trump right now. Because I think oh, I'm worried hell. if we talk about it, it's going to be out of date by the time we finish talking. It's so going to be out of date by the time it goes up tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, not to mention as well, the next time we record will be the 20th, which is the day that he leaves office. So I think that we need to save all that spiciness for them. Mm-hmm. But um, I was streaming, as I do, as I want to do. Yeah. And um, I've talked a lot about people whose personality is just Reddit. And yeah, yeah. It may not be clear what I mean by that. So what I mean when I say someone whose personality is just Reddit is that the only thing that ever seems to come out of their mouth is either a reference, a meme, or a joke from a YouTube creator. And mm-hmm. the way I've heard it summed up by a friend of mine, a mutual friend of ours, actually, and I think he's just so fucking on point is it's when they were on Tinder and I asked them, how's it going? And they went, it's it's not going great. And they said to me, do you know when you talk to someone and you can tell <laughs> that their entire personality is just a YouTube channel? Yeah. 
and a TV show that they happen to watch and a Twitter thread. Mm. Or something to that effect. And yeah. I just went, I know exactly what you mean. A person who every other word out of their mouth is a reference to... Like, they don't have an original thought. It's just they will say something they've already heard and repeat yeah, it Yeah, every loud. single opinion that they have that they will double and triple down on is something that they've seen somebody say on Reddit or on a YouTube channel or something. Yeah, and they don't make any original jokes. They'll just make references to they other will, things. They will do the hello there, General Kenobi. Which is what brings me to this, because um, I, one of the, the not ofi- official rules I have on my sub uh, on my streams is... Oh, wait, let me try that again. One of the, it's not an official rule I have on my um, uh, streams, but uh, a general rule of thumb I have is if you don't have anything to say, you don't need to say anything. You don't need to talk in Twitch chat. You can, you know, participate by not participating in a way. Yeah, like you, just, you can just watch and enjoy. Yeah, you can just sit that there. perfectly just, fine. You can just sit there and you can just vibe. Just well, because it is interactive doesn't mean you have to interact. And by the same token, if you want to interact, um, just make sure it has like some substance. And by that, I mean, um, I have Nightbot, which I think is a, a popular bot a lot of people have installed. And it just, it filters out people who just spam emotes. Right, Because yeah. there's no value to that. No. I, I, I get that you're showing excitement and you're interacting in a way, but it's interaction that has no real value. Mm-hmm. So I don't like it. So, like, you know, Nightbot gets rid of that for me. And something I saw, uh, which you alluded to just a moment ago, Lucas, while I was streaming, is a guy came into chat and something that happens a lot is they'll post, hello there. And that is a reference to the popular prequel meme of the uh, line from Obi-Wan Kenobi in the prequels of hello there and it's like General Kenobi yeah and, and without it's fail it's a very very like, overplayed meme at this point To the like, it wasn't funny when it first started and it's a year later now so it's even <laughs> less funny Like, and um, I was just sat there I was streaming and a guy came in and he posted hello there and I just blank have the blanket response of I do not interact with people when they post stuff like that because mm. I do not want to encourage that behaviour. It's like, uh, my rule is, if you want me to talk to you or respond to what you say, just say something interesting. Yeah. Which I think is like, you know, a good rule for life. If you want people to talk and interact with you, just say something worth responding to. Yeah, I think and so, yeah. the guy posted, hello there, and there was like, what, I think like 60, 70 people in chat. Yeah. And about 40 seconds went by, no response the same person responded to his post with General Kenobi. <laughs> and I fucking creased live on stream. Uh, yeah, because I, 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 was, I was on the other end of Discord to you just being like, oh my fucking God. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that it had happened. And it's honestly, if someone told me that they saw someone do that, I'd be like, there's no fucking way there's a person out there so sad, so devoid of any personality, they legitimately think that's a funny thing to do. <laughs> and then it happened to me and I could not handle it. Because you could just hear me just like going... <laughs> Just down the mic for a good 30 seconds because I couldn't believe it had happened. Oh, God. And I think that is the kind of person I'm talking about when I say their personality is Reddit. Because they came in thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to put hello there. And then then someone's going to respond, General Kenobi. It's going to be great. It's going to be so funny. Nobody did. They couldn't stand it to the point where they had to respond to themselves. Themselves, Yeah. And that's something, that it happens so much. And I, it's 
it's simultaneously one of my most and least favorite things about being a personality on the internet, and it's that I have to deal with this constantly. Yeah. But every now and again, like a snippet like that will happen, and it just puts me on my ass, and I'm, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy I got to witness this moment because it it's incredible to think. And um, something I like, to, I always talk about is imagining myself in that person's shoes. And I just think, if I'm, I'm just sat there and I'm, and I'm like, oh, what do I do tonight? Oh, man, Carl's streaming. Oh, I know, I know what Carl loves. I, I know what he's going to love. I bet if I just put hello there, he's going to respond General Kenobi and they go. And they wait. And then, then they see my face. They see me glance over to the chat. They see my face drop as I go. <sighs> and they go, oh, he must not get it. I know. I'll get the ball rolling, General Kenobi, <laughs> and then smile to themselves like no one thought of this. And he's, I love it. It cracks me up. Oh, that is heroic. It is like well played. What a hero! At so, least, I guess, in being completely unoriginal to that ridiculous extent, they were quite original. They I've were. I've never yeah. seen that fucking level of stupidity. I have. I've seen people respond to their own posts. But I've always oh. seen it as like they've, they forgot to switch account or something. I've never seen someone respond to their own post legitimately <laughs> to make the joke. It's like uh, it happens to us like all the time when we're streaming like Smash Bros. Mm. Of um, just people will come in and say, "Oh, how how do we join?" And I'll and I'll say the thing of like it's in the dis- the forbidden Discord is the joke oh, we like God, to make yeah. because. Uh, a joke that I've had ongoing for a while just on my streams is like, yeah, there's a forbidden Discord where you can find information on how to join and play with me and Lucas and Charlie. And, and the, the the actual realistic side of it is me and you two are in a Discord where we post like the passcode for the room. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it is that we have this Discord. It's where we talk, and it's we just use that opportunity to play when we play Smash on a Monday just to catch up and spend time with each other because we can't do that um, uh, due to lockdown. Mm-hmm. And it was it's just a funny ongoing joke that gets funnier every time because <laughs> no matter how many times I say the words the forbidden invite only Discord that nobody but me, you, and Charlie ever seem to gain access to. <laughs> Without fail, people will someone will come in and ask, so what's the code? And I'll say, it's in the Discord. And every time I say it, I hear down the mic, you just go, <laughs> every time. And that's why I say it, and I'll stop doing it when you start laughing. Oh. And, and I can just, and it's one of those things where I'll say that, and I'll hear your little giggle. And then about 40 seconds later, because from your point of view, you hear me say that, and you giggle. And then yeah. 40 seconds later, you hear me say, um yeah mate it's uh, it's invite only and then you'll laugh again yeah and then the and then the person will respond and what is happening is i think it happened last time we streamed a guy was there for like 10 minutes before he got it yeah like, because i um i remember you saying like look mate it's called like the forbidden discord because nobody but us three get onto it yeah it's and a joke like, carl is this the same guy from 10 minutes ago you're like yeah yeah it is yeah. a joke it's just no. a running joke that comes up every single time we stream because there's always someone that asks. Yeah, someone always asks, can I play? And I got so sick of answering that same question that I decided to, if I'm going to be answering this question every single time I stream, I might as well get a giggle out of it. Mm-hmm. 
by like you know that playful thing of yeah there is a there's a discord you can go find it it's the forbidden one and it's every time i do it um, i get one or two responses people realizing it's a joke mm-hmm. or getting really mad yeah. and when they get really mad that's even funnier because this guy was pretty heroic of they went to the uh like fact fiend official discord 2.0 and went oh i can't find the code in there <laughs> oh no it's the forbidden discord mate oh yeah well how do i get invited to that it's invite only okay, oh yeah I... so invite me <laughs> it's like oh my god it's like and it's um that old saying isn't it you can never make anything or you can never be sarcastic enough um, online where someone won't think you're being serious yeah I, it doesn't matter how sarcastic you are in the way you like present some a piece of information someone will always take it at face value and assume that like, you are being completely 100 percent serious with it um, and they think... even have access to the you know not only carl saying that it's the forbidden discord then charlie and i making jokes on stream about it mm-hmm. and then they still fail to get the point to get the joke yeah it's, oh my god! Like we had to just drill it into the head for nearly ten minutes. Yeah, and admittedly, that is similar to the like you know the hello there General Kenobi thing. But mm. at least when I make that joke, the response um, is different. Yeah, it, and it always gets a baffled response out of me. Like, I can't believe people don't get this joke. Mm. And that's why it's just it's so amazing because the alternative would be every single stream having an argument with someone like, look, I don't want to play with strangers. Why not? I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> so it's a lot easier to just say, yeah, you can join if you go find the Discord. And normally people will fuck off and try and find it. It's like, thank God. <laughs> or they'll just get the joke because they'll hear me laughing about and it. And they'll realise, yeah. Go, oh, okay then, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, it reminds me that like, every time you play for Honor, you seemingly get people on stream messaging you like, Carl, I'm really good. I want to play with you. Or fight me, Carl, you can't beat me. It's like, okay, then, sure. And it weirdly seems to be more, like, common with For Honor than any other game you've streamed. I think it's more, it's just when you're playing a game that perhaps isn't as popular. Yeah. It, it you... tends to have more dedicated fans, because obviously the people who are still playing it are the people who really like the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it happens a lot um, when I stream on my own. I'll always get someone saying, oh, can I play with you? It's like, I don't really want to do that. And my stated explanation is and always will be, the moment I say yes, I never get to have any free time. Mm -hmm. Because even, I play video games to relax. Am I ever going to be able to relax properly when I've established the precedent of, if you bug me enough, I will play video games with you. And then there was the, you know, heroic level of one person when we were playing Gears of War who joined the game. (laughs) I'd found our gamer tag while we were streaming, joined the game because we'd accidentally not set it to private. Then when we booted them, before we could change it to private lobby, they like tried to join back in. They joined back in again. And it's like, no, no, we're saying to them on stream, like, whoever this person is, please stop, we're just playing with us too. And they just kept trying to rejoin. It's like, we need to make this party private. Quick, report them, quick. <laughs> and you, like, you think after all, you get the point, but they don't. It's like um, one of the, the only time I've ever opened up, and this is one of the reasons I'm so dead set on this is a terrible idea. The only time I've ever played Smash Bros with fans, mm. just one guy kept joining in and absolutely refused to leave the room. <laughs> and every single time I made a new room, 
and posted a new code, he came straight back in and I would boot him out and he'd come straight back in. And I would say, I was saying directly to camera, look, mate, please stop this. I want other people to join in and just refused. Yeah. And then, so I closed the room and then got an angry message from him, like, what, I was having fun? It's like, no one else was. Yeah, you were the only one having fun, though. <laughs> it's like, it's, I love it. I love it so much. And, I, and say, simultaneously, it's, um, it is, it's so dark. It, it, I hate it. I hate it, but I love it. Oh, God. There's a lot of things. And it's one of those things of we have to sit here and just find a way to laugh about this kind of stuff because otherwise it would get on our nerves so oh, much. Yeah. And it's as well, there's like not much else going on right now. So I apologize if it sounds like we're beating a dead horse. We've like, we seem to go over a lot of the same topics of people being annoying to us online. But that's the only thing we can really talk about. The only thing we can talk about that isn't the world falling apart. And I think that's even more depressing to go down through. It's like um, a bit of feedback I've gotten is about the actual videos, the factory videos is, yeah, you don't seem to do as many drinking videos anymore. It's like, because I'm on my own in my house. Yeah, you're recording remotely with us because of the fucking lockdowns and the quarantine and shit. It's like, no, and no wonder, like, and, and then I just think in my head, like, it, another way to ask that question is, why are you not drinking alone at two in the afternoon? Yeah, because we that's... normally record, yeah, like 12, 1, 2. And then we go, like, we go out for a lunch or something like that. It's because it'd be fucking depressing. Mm-hmm. Or the other one of, like, um, to announce streams and things of that nature, I'll usually record, like, I'll get my phone out and just record a selfie video of, oh yeah, I'm streaming now, come join me. Yeah. I get comments like, you look really tired, Carl. It's like, yeah, I am tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you look really old in this video. It's like, yeah, because I'm 13, there's a pandemic happening. What do you think? I'm, like, what else am I supposed to look like? But that's the thing is, it's really hard to try and, you know, for example, with the Fat Fiend videos, like, we obviously still make the videos and we do the best we can, but it is very difficult to pull off the same energy and the same stupid jokes that we used to do in the same room as each other. Yes, we haven't, we physically aren't there to bounce off of each other. And Um, everybody should kind of realise that doing something over Discord is not quite the same as standing a few foot away from each other and having a joke with your mate. There's not quite the same energy there. Yeah, it's like, it's it's the same but slightly different, but... Yeah. And it's not ideal, but... This is what we've got to do right now because there's a fucking pandemic. Well, just that one of, yeah, you look really tired, Carl. What's going on? It's like, there's a pandemic and I'm 30. <laughs> I think what? we all aged like about five years this year. Yeah. Or last year. Like, the, like one that got me is, oh man, your hair's looking a bit of a mess. It's like, I, there's no hairdressers open. <laughs> I can't go to the barbers. I can't go to the barbers. <laughs> well, the other one, it's like, oh man. Um, this really got me, and this really pissed me off when this happened. It was like, it's a random uh, a comment I got of, um, you mentioned in some of your videos that you were going to the gym. Have you mm. stopped doing that now? Because you don't look as good in your current video. It's like, everything is shut, knobhead. Oh, God, that's, that's, that's such so, a fucking that, horrible thing That to got do. me right there, that did. That hit me in the soul. It's like, yeah, we've all had to, you know, make sacrifices over the last year or so, and... One of those is generally not being able to work out as much. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, we can't go to working out, even if you do work out at home or whatever. It's I not do the same as day. having a gym. It's not the same. It's ridiculous. Well, those ones get me of um, just, do you know what's happening in the world? Like the genuine questions of like, 
oh, is there a reason that you, you look a bit more tired than usual? It's like, yeah, everything that's happening in the world. Yeah. Also, the lighting in my office is shit, and I'm filming from an iPhone camera instead of, like, the professional-grade recording equipment we use to make videos. God, I hate that, because whenever I'm in my living room, uh, like, doing video chats with my family and stuff, the light is just a way to make my eyes look so tired. Yeah, every time, because I've only got in my office, I have a single spotlight above my head, yeah. which just makes my eyes look sunken in and sallow. And, and every was... time I'm sitting there on, like, a video chat with them, I'm just like, oh, God, like I look so tired and awful and ragged. They must think I'm, like, just killing myself. Yeah, it gets me because my bathroom's got really good lighting. So I'll go into yeah. my bathroom and I'll, like, do my hair. I'll wash my face. And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking pretty good. And I'll go and sit down on my webcam and it's, like, just the creature. I'm like, nah. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so I've always said the people who make bathrooms and light bathrooms should just light everything anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because you always look the best when you look in your bathroom mirror, don't you? Yeah, good lighting makes a massive difference. And then you'll go into, like, your front room, whatever. It's like, I fucking hate this. Yeah. Happens every time, but... Like, where's the guy that was in the bathroom half an hour ago? Yeah, where's that guy? He's, like, he was cool. He could get laid. This dude's <laughs> not. But I, I just... That is um, just a small snippet of the stuff like we, we tend to deal with. But like, it does make me giggle. And I apologise to anyone who listens to these who thinks we are. I'm um, just repeating ourselves. But there's not much else going on in the world besides the obvious, and the obvious is not fun to talk about. And I'll point out as well that there are obviously positive stories to go along with the annoying ones, but yeah, unfortunately John they don't Krasinski. make good conversation, really. Yeah, and unfortunately John Krasinski has copyrighted that. What? Oh, it's just a joke. Do you remember like right at the start of lockdown, John Krasinski just made a, uh, a YouTube series called like Good News or something like that? Where it was literally just him going on to wholesome news on Reddit and getting oh, the top shit. stories. Yeah, yeah I'll Read, now. Reading out the headlines on YouTube, and then he sold the idea for like $10 million. That's a hustle. It is a hustle, but at the same time, fuck you, John Krasinski, you're already rich. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, I, again, you kind of got to respect it. I do, and it's uh, similar. We can end on this. Like, Joe, you know, the Spider-Man Miles Morales playthrough we did. Mm-hmm. And in that game, they have um, the po- two podcasts. Yes. They've got the J. Jonah Jameson podcast from the first game, which is incredible. And it's just J. Jonah Jameson, Alex Jones in it up. Being conspiracy theory Spider-Man hating asshole. Yeah, just like classic scenery-chewing nonsense from JJ. Yeah. Just absolutely just hamming it up in every single thing he's in. And then oh yeah, to counterbalance that, they have a, another podcast, which is... The, the Danica so, podcast. Which is, I suppose like the, it's the antithesis to the JJ one, where it's just unrelentingly positive. Yes. And in that playthrough we did on your channel, I think after about three episodes of it, I just said over the mic, like, can we please turn this off? And we did eventually put it back on just to listen to some of the unique things she says. But yeah, it was just, I guess you say, unrelentingly positive and unrelentingly annoying. Yeah, because it comes across as really insincere. It does, yeah, and that's what I normally find annoying about it, and I think it's probably a sign that we're British rather than American. Yeah, because um, just generally British people are more cynical and apathetic, and it just, every time that thing came out, I found it so insincere, and I found it more annoying than the J. John Jameson one, which is supposedly more annoying because it's like you know he's literally telling lies but at least he feels like he's telling like his truth 
<laughs> you can feel like there's a person saying those things. You can. I, I, I compare it to it's one of the reasons I really don't like most of YouTube. And like, do you want to go on like, the trending tab? Mm-hmm. You like click to the forbidden zone of YouTube and you click the, the trending tab. Or when you do that risky click for a video, when they've got an interesting thumbnail or title, yeah. it opens up with, hey guys, welcome to my video. And you immediately like, no, fuck off. The, it's just, it really, really depresses me to go to the trending tab. And it's, what's trending on YouTube? Oh, okay. Well, it's Markiplier doing his stuff. So fair play. Yeah, whatever. And then there's 20 people opening up FIFA packs and four people playing Minecraft and Roblox. Yeah. And it's, oh my fucking... Like, does anybody do anything original on YouTube? We say on our podcast. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm being completely hypocritical in saying course, that, but yeah. the idea that everybody does the same thing with the same title, with the same thumbnail, it's, oh my God, it's just copy-paste. Yeah. And it's like... Um, in regards to the, like, the hey guys, welcome to my channel. Before we get con- started on today's content, remember, smash that like button. We got 500 likes on the last video. I'd like to get past that with 1,000 likes on this content. The yeah. reason I really don't like that is um, it's something I noticed when I was I, years and years ago now, when my sister was a lot younger mm-hmm. and she was watching CBeebies. Mm. which is children's TV. And I noticed that the presenters on children's TV talk in the almost the exact same way as YouTubers do. Joe, that well, over... Yeah, I mean, YouTubers are... Well, the ones that are getting on the training tabs are the ones appealing to children. But at the same time as well, some of them have adult audiences. Yes. And just yeah. when I realise they talk almost exactly the same way as children's TV presenters, I could never unsee it or unhear um, like the specific intonation they use on the way they talk. The hey guys, and today I'm like that that faux friendliness. Yeah, like like when you talk to um, a cashier and you know they are being sarcastic. <laughs> Joe and they say like, oh, I hope you have a really wonderful day, and they say it with that thing where they've got like um, Joe the Thor face uh, in right oh, yeah. It's like easy though. Yeah, that face there when you can hear that like, little intonation of sarcasm in there. Is it though? The little bit of like the rising inflection at the end, mm-hmm. and I hear that in like um, uh, YouTube videos, and I've never been able to like watch them since because I cannot unhear it. And that's why, although I watch a lot of YouTube, I have slowly just whittled down the amount of people that I actually watch because it gets really grating, and I don't mind, you know, people that do things like when they ask someone to like and they do a sponsor or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't mind that as much as as you say just the complete insincerity behind it it just and i'd much prefer if people were just honest and that's what i strive to do and you could probably anyone who listens to this podcast probably knows that both of us have that approach but people can hear annoying what happened to me um i'm trying like you know we can end on publish because i never publicize my own stuff and yeah, I'm going to do yeah. that today because I'm, as of like three days ago, I'm trying to make more content that's just me. Yeah. I'm um, just on record like um, Q&A videos and just gaming videos on my own. And just in general, just me speaking to a camera so I can be more comfortable doing that without a person to bounce off of like I'm now. Yeah, fair enough. Um, one of the things I've recorded is a Q&A video. It's just, here's me answering questions that i've been asked a lot of times over the years i put like a, a tweet out saying if you've got any questions 
post them here and I'll respond to them. Yeah. And you know from experience of like when we do Q&A, um, like live on streams and things like that, mm -hmm. we, for the most part, get asked the same questions a lot. Probably the same dozen over and over, yeah. Yeah, which is the joke I make at the start of the video. And at the same time, I really don't like those. I call them first date questions, where they're questions that are <laughs> yeah. so boring and so generic and get asked so much. I'm just sick of answering them. Like, for example, if you could go to a dinner party with someone, anyone alive or dead, who would it be and why? And it's Number I, I, one in list of boring icebreakers. Questions, yeah. It's like... And it, just frustrates me to see it's like I have no answer for it because I don't care. Yeah. And I don't think anybody even cares what the answer would be. No. And during this Q&A video, I'm answering those questions. And I think like that a variation of that question comes up three separate times. I'm scrolling through the thread of questions. <laughs> and by the third time, you can see me just say to camera, look, I don't give a shit. And just the feedback I got is, look, um, I'll, I'll get it up now because I just found it very funny. So I got some I got some very particular feedback here, Lucas, and I th and I think the, the feedback we need to know, mm -hmm. like we can all do it. Oh God, no! I, I, I forgot there's a new video series on today, the prototype series. So that's kind of like just um, uh, taking up all the comments so far. It's just people. Oh, okay, yeah. It's people are like, wow, prototype, yeah, and then thirty people saying first. Okay, so here we go, Lucas, and I just want you to give me your thoughts. So okay. I, I get that Fact Fiend is a produced show, and it showcases Carl in a more idealised fashion. We might forget that he's human, and indeed, not perfect. Knowing all that, even then, this video comes off as disrespectful and generally rude. Okay, what? Because I, like, just to some of the questions, just responded simply, I, I don't have an answer to this, or I don't care enough about the actual substance of the question because it's, it's like you said one of those boring icebreaker ones yeah like how dare you not have an interesting answer to a not interesting question yeah oh dear I, I just I thought it was interesting of um, because that's the thing we put ourselves forward as like you know ourselves and a lot of feedback that I've gotten is like oh I like that you are just a, a genuine person even if mm -hmm. like you know that person isn't always unrelentingly positive but to see someone like well, well i like you in your videos when it's like you know an edited focused discussion but when you are forced <laughs> to answer random questions and you just flub lines or say i don't have an answer or i don't care this makes me not like, what <laughs> it's like all i'm doing is being myself and answering these clearly bad questions that people have asked yeah because that was the one as well because I, I i said i got a variation of the if you could do this if you could meet someone living or dead, it's like three different times, and then I got the usual of, oh, what's the favourite fact theme video you've ever recorded? So I don't know. Carl, if there was ever a video that you, you could make but you can't, what would yeah. it be? It's like uh, the way, and I think I even explained in the video, look, Fact Fiend is my job. We've made like 600 videos. Yeah. I, we record in any given day where we like make videos, three or four of them in a row. And that is over... Like a couple, you get a couple of times that in a week. So, in one week, you might record like anywhere between what five and eight fat fiend videos. Yeah, and I just say direct to camera. Look, it's the equivalent of asking someone like, "What was your favorite day at work last week?" It's like you don't have one. Do you? It's your job. Yeah, and I'm just being honest about it. I'm not gonna like blow smoke up anyone's ass and pretend it's like the greatest job ever. Mm. Or that I like you know I love every second of it. But it's like it's, it's good and I earn decent money doing it. But people get annoyed at that response. Like, 
how could you not answer this? Because that, there's nothing to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't be the person that you want me to be. I'm trying. But yeah, that's me. Go check that out. Go yeah, angrily yell at me. Go angrily yell at me for um, uh, uh, not kissing everyone's ass. That's me. Question. <laughs> go yell at me because I'm angry and gruff. It's almost like we're living in a pandemic, I'm, and I'm and I'm frustrated because I'm stuck inside. We're trying our best, guys. I know. What about you, Luke? Do you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll do my usual plug at the end of this no. podcast, and just you can follow my gaming stuff on YouTube and Twitch at Legend of Canto. As you should, yeah. yeah. He he makes better content than I do. <laughs> I'm not sure that's true, but thank you, Lucas. Here we go. Oh, this was this Q and A was terrible. You just skirt around every question. Because oh, one, right. Because one of the things I do is I answer questions sarcastically. It's like, oh, um, <laughs> I think the first one I got asked is, um, what is your best talent? I'll look at the camera and say, ruining the moment and skip past the question. <laughs> and someone like someone got really mad at that. So you didn't even answer the question. It's like I gave a jokey, sarcastic answer, which I think is fully in line with my personality, but whatever. No, but the no. video's half an hour long, and apparently I didn't give enough detailed information. <laughs> I spent half an hour answering like, 80 questions in a row and I didn't give you enough information. I'm sorry. Oh, God. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> Lucas, I should have spent all day. I should have written an essay for every single one. Please do. I should, I should have made a video per question. I, yeah, do Q&A, like, part two, I guess, and just do, what is your favourite fat theme video for half an hour? Do you know what I should do? I, I should do that right now. I'll do Q&A part two because people were bitching. <laughs> and just like I'll answer every question again but the thing is I know if I do that then people are going to just I, I guarantee you I'll get the same 10 questions again oh yeah <laughs> it's just I don't need this it's why I, I thought for a while about doing Q&A at the end of the podcast but I thought after a while it's just going to be us answering the same questions yeah yeah, yeah. And that's what it's going to be or it's going to be people saying um, what do you think about insert current events which they don't want us to they don't want to hear our answer to that they want to hear us confirm what they'd already read on reddit yeah exactly oh god don't make reddit your personality folks <laughs> stormtroopers don't, don't do because i love star wars <laughs> my wife kicked me out because i love star wars so much oh god i just like to imagine that when it's those guys like, they get kicked out. And do you know, like, the, the classic image in a, a movie? If it's, like, the guy stood there and he's got, like, the one suitcase. Mm. He's just stood there, he's got the suitcase, and he's got, like, the Stormtrooper poster under his arm. <laughs> and, like, instead of a suitcase, it's just, like, his PC tower, and that's it. Oh. He's like, God. I'm going to go and make it on my own. You'll see, I'll become <laughs> a big success. And you just smash cut to him screaming into a webcam, uh, making conspiracy theory videos. Oh, God. Of course. Which is probably the best thing. It's the best joke I've made um, in a video in a while. And one of the videos going out in a couple of weeks is Joe I'm now recording in my house. Mm. Um, so this is a, a spoiler for people watching the channel who are still listening to this. Um, I'm now recording the videos in my house uh, in front of just like the barest concrete wall I could find. And initially, I didn't have a green screen. So it's just literally me in front of a concrete wall. And I say, uh, Sir Nisha, it's come to this. So we recorded this months ago, but um, it's not going up for a while, so we were far ahead. So yeah. Nisha, it's come to this. Like Before the pandemic, I was riding high. I was balling. I had an office. I had staff. 
add respect, fame, money. Now, I'm making YouTube videos about conspiracy theories because the video is about the moon landing conspiracy theories. Um, All right. In front of a concrete, uh, in my bedroom, um, on my own. <laughs> Th- thus is the career arc of the weird man on YouTube. <laughs> it's like you find you get success, and then it ends with you screaming in your underwear into a webcam in your bedroom <laughs> on your own. <laughs>